Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Topical Brainstorm. My name is Christian Larson, and I'm here with my co-host, Garrett Fox. How you doing, Garrett? I'm doing well. How are you? I am pretty good. 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 Pretty good. Pretty good. Not going to lie, man. I am quite exhausted. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah. Uh so at that lab job, I was working in the warehouse. We were moving warehouses, so I spent like 13 hours yesterday just moving stuff. Dude, honestly. Wow. So I work with a lot of hemp, which smells just like weed. So uh-huh. I was stanky, dude. Like I smelled <laughs> so much like weed yesterday. It was giving me a headache at one point. I have some downstairs neighbors who smell like that. Now, dude, me too. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, we really, um, full, for full disclosure, me and Garrett caught up for about 15 minutes before I hit the record button. So <laughs> when he said he was exhausted, I already knew the story, and that is why I laughed. But we need to not do that again, Garrett. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we probably... Although- <laughs> But you didn't bring the weed into it the first time around. So I did not. That was that was a fun new detail for me. It's not weed. It's hemp. All hemp, right. I know yeah, my sorry. parents listen to this. I am not smoking any weed. <laughs> I have not been high on any pres- uh, on anything that has not been prescribed to me. Guy. <laughs> uh, okay. Garrett is not a pothead. <laughs> that is that has been made clear. No, but uh, I've heard that my dad is concerned about it. So there you go, father. (laughs) Concerned about you? Uh, Yeah, I think he thinks that like when I first got that job, I think he totally thought I was going down like a stonehead (laughs) path, you know, like. uh, Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) A stoner path, you know. Is stonehead a phrase that. I don't know. (laughs) Probably not. I don't think I'd heard that one before, so. (laughs) <laughs> but uh yeah well i uh, hope you took a nice shower and i did it was and, nice uh, i hope you what is it you do do you lay down or do you sit down in the shower uh well i don't do it here because oh, it's a community right. shower and it's right. it's pretty gross but <laughs> normally i i like to lay down sit down depends you can uh, you can find out on my other podcast, Christian. Deeper thinking. I I know that. That's why <laughs> that's why I brought it up. I figured it was a good time to advertise. Yes, always a good time to advertise. Yeah, but in all seriousness, that is a good podcast. I finally listened to all the episodes, and uh, I was entertained. So go check <laughs> it out. A- it's it's Garrett and his brother-in-law. Um, deeper thinking. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we have a new episode that it'll probably drop tomorrow, I think. Um, but it's about scams mm. and the Fox family falling for different scams. So <laughs> we bring my brother on as a guest. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> I'll look forward to it. Yeah. All right. Well... I don't have anything else to say on uh, on that, but I think we can probably jump into the topic for the day. Um, an update 
uh, if you are getting bored of of this book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, uh, so are we, just a little bit. <laughs> so there's still a lot of good stuff, I'm sure, but we've decided to speed up the process a little bit, combine a number of chapters, and finish it in the next month or so. Or next, I don't know how many episodes we've planned on having. but um, So we're going to do two or three chapters at a time from here on out. And luckily, the ones today uh, combined pretty well. Yeah. Uh, today's topics, we're talking about chapter six in the, we're still in the second section, I believe. Or is it, are we, we're in the third section, huh? I, I, I want to say it's the third section, yeah. Yep. The, the how to influence people section. How to win people, how to win people to your way of thinking is the official title. But yeah, basically what you said. There you go. There you (laughs) go. Uh, So today's topic is the the title of it is the safety valve and handling complaints. However, I don't think that actually fits the chapter very well. I don't know. What do you think? I agree with you. (laughs) Yeah. As we spoke beforehand. (laughs) Uh, so basically the, I said basically again, that's like my goal not to say that. And I said it, that's so frustrating. So this chapter is about, um, how to win people to your way of thinking in a more effective way. And specifically this way that he's talking about is by letting people, uh, do most of the talking and letting them talk themselves into, uh, into what you're trying to convince them of, I guess. Yeah. I think this connects to a lot of the chapters we've already read where he's talked about getting the other person saying, yes, he's talked about, um, getting people talking about themselves because it'll make them think more favorably of you. And that was more in the section of just getting people to like you, right? To winning friends. Um, Yeah. But he takes that same principle and applies it to influencing people. Um, And one main sentence I really liked from this chapter was, they won't pay attention to you while they still have a lot of ideas of their own crying for expression. Yeah. Which I thought was was a very good way of, of putting that because I've definitely had that experience before where there's something I really want to say and the other person just keeps talking and it hits, you get to the point where you just stop listening. Cause you're like, I want to say what I want to say. Nothing. This, nothing that this person is saying is important at all in, <laughs> Dude, in my mind. Right. No, that happens. Like, Oh, for sure. Even like we who have read this book, like know that that should not happen. And it happens all the time. Yeah. At least to me. No, for sure. I, I agree. It happens to me a lot. I like even conversations with my wife where we're like trying to get to the bottom of something or trying to make a plan. And there's just like something that I really want to say. Um, and then I just stop listening to what she's saying because I get hyper focused on like, if I could just say this one thing, you know, it would, it would solve our problems or it would get us headed in the right direction. And I'm, I get so set in, in what I'm thinking about and what I want that it, it turns into just a very unproductive conversation because, because I'm not really listening anymore. 
And to flip that on the other side, if you if you do that to someone else, they're not going to be listening to you. And, and maybe you can't tell when that other person is zoning you out because they're focused on their own opinions and own ideas. So if you just play it safe and get them talking about their own ideas first, um, you'll be able to avoid it. Yeah. No, I agree. So how do you, how does one do that though? Like how do you put off what's going on in your head to allow people to, to talk more, I guess. Um, I mean, it's, it may not be the most natural thing to do, but I think it, it goes hand in hand with, from the previous chapters, how, um, if you just get people, you know, you ask people about themselves, ask people about, uh, their own interests or what they like to do. I mean, that's that we've got to get your foot in the door. And if, I think if you apply that in a situation where you're trying to, to convince somebody of something, or you're trying to, to help someone see, you know, what's best for both of you, um, I think it also relates, sorry, I'm a little scatterbrained here. It also relates to what we, I think we talked about this last episode or the one before, but finding common ground with people, right? If you, yes. if you don't let the other person talk, you don't know where that common ground is, right? Yeah. But if you let someone talk and you let them like talk out their opinion and then you can, you can see where you have a little bit of common ground or see where maybe that other person's opinion, you know, could be similar to yours. And then you can jump in at that point. Right. But like, if you have no idea where their opinions lie or no idea what that person's thinking about, that's, it's an impossible thing to do to find common ground. Unless of course you're lucky. But <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Well, I think we just, personally all like the sound of our own voices too much if you really want someone to to at least understand your point of view you got to let them share theirs which is something most of us especially me doesn't like we don't think about that you know we don't think that by Letting other people talk, we show them a lot more about what we actually believe than if we told them straight up. It's like that quote by there's there's a quote by I can't remember who it is, but it's somebody within like our our church leadership, uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, and they said if. Like always be an example. And if you have to use words, mm -hmm. so just by keeping your cool and listening to people and what they have to say, you show a lot about, about the position you hold, um, and your own personal character. And, uh, it's way more effective in convincing people of what you, what you believe you know mm -hmm. this chapter also goes along really well with the like you said with the the next chapter 
mm-hmm. um, how to get cooperation. Um, and <laughs> this chapter is really just all about listening, uh, listening to what the other person says and then uh, making them think that the idea is is theirs. Yeah. And that's that's the principle, right? Let the other person feel that the idea is his or hers. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I feel like at this point, at least both of these chapters, they kind of just touch on principles we've already learned in this book and then share stories of like business situations where you can apply them, you know? Yeah. But I, I really loved one example um, in, in this chapter. I'll just read it real quick. One story talks about a guy living in a sales manager in Philadelphia who, um, it sounds like he'd recently been promoted to his position and was now overseeing a new group of, of employees or subordinates and, um, and they weren't super encouraged and they weren't super organized. Regardless, he calls a meeting and he gets up there and he has a big chalkboard, a big, a big blackboard. And the first question he asks is, what do you expect of me? So he's asking these people that he's now in charge of, what do you expect of me? And then they give him a bunch of ideas and he writes them down. And then the second question he asks is, now I want you to tell me what I have a right to expect from you. And so they give him a bunch of ideas. You know, they, they say things like, you can expect us to be loyal, honest, um, take initiative, be optimistic, work as a team, um, eight hours of enthusiastic work a day, things like that, right? And then it goes on to, you know, the end result was a huge increase of sales. I thought that was a super cool, well, super smart way to handle that situation, right? I feel yeah. like most people would go in just guns ablaze and trying to correct people or um, discipline people for their insubordination. But he was able to take this principle and, and he made all of those ideas. They're obviously things that he would want, right? But he asked them to come up with a solution and it happened to be the same solution because it's a pretty obvious question, right? If you're employed somewhere, you more or less know what's expected of you. I thought yeah. I thought that was a great example of how to use this principle of how to, you know, if you ask the right questions, um, you can, I would say the majority of people are going to give the answers that are reasonable. And that was a great example of it. Yeah, I agree. It just seems really smart to me because like it, it takes the common sense that people have and it's like, of course you expect this of me. But it also, he's able to do that because he, as the leader, was like, I know I'm not perfect. What what do you expect out of me, you know? Like, yeah, it shows vulnerability. And when you show that vulnerability, usually people respond to that in a way that's um, beneficial to both, both parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, he touches on that principle at the end of the chapter. Um, it's similar to 
you know, when Jesus Christ was here with his apostles, right? He's like, I don't remember the specific quote, unfortunately. I never seem to from the Bible. But the apostles basically asked, like, what can we do to become the greatest of all, right? Like, what, how, what can we do to become, like, your right-hand man? And Jesus is just like, like, wash people's feet, you know, like, serve other people. Um, and that's kind of, ba that's basically what you said, right? Like, it was a showing of humility for that manager to, to ask them, like, what is to be expected, and that also it was a way of imposing his will on those people um, in a likable and, and humble way, you know, that didn't make them feel as if they were being bossed around. Which, yeah. yeah, I, I agree with you completely. It's just, it's just smart. Yeah. I feel like there's a huge lack of intelligence in the way that, that I go about things a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> honestly like i'm always like oh i want i want this and this is how i'm gonna do it and then i'm like shoot that didn't work <laughs> like maybe i should uh uh be more gentle you know um do i should come up with things like like when i read these principles and read these stories i'm like that makes so much sense yeah why can't i think of that you know like <laughs> uh it's yeah it's hard it's hard to think of the best way to apply these things. And, uh, that's one thing I've actually, so with my new job, it, it was weird getting started, but at this point, like I am, I'm sending a number of emails a day to community council leaders or like people who work for the city or the County of Salt Lake and I'm writing these emails, you know, trying to get data from them or trying to get information or trying to get them to like commit to coming to meetings. And so when I'm, when I'm drafting these emails, I'm, I'm trying to think, you know, of ways to, and these are principles from earlier in this book, but ways like I'm drawing a blank again, like ways to come off in a way where, where they would want to do it. Yeah, uh, I wish I remembered the chapter title, but yeah, well, okay. So there was a chapter about making things about what the other person wants, right? Yeah. If, if you write an email saying, I want this, I want this, I want that, it's, it's, uh, it doesn't have a huge chance of success. But if you write an email saying, you should want this because it'll benefit your company in this way, in this way, in this way. And that, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to apply that principle, uh, writing these emails and it's, it's not an easy thing to do. You know, yeah. you're like, Hey, I'm this nobody who doesn't have any experience and I'm trying to, like, I'd love for you to come to this meeting. Um, <laughs> because we'd love to hear, like, get your input on this. Um, and it, it definitely takes a different mindset to to try to look at it from that person's shoes, you know, and try to, like, motivate them to want to come to something like this, you know? I agree. Um, just type their name in the email a lot and smile at them. <laughs> <laughs> Which, for those of you just joining the 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 sequence of episodes is how Christian got this job. <laughs> I mean, I didn't smile through an email. 
Yeah, but... I know. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't know. Yeah, that's funny. I was I was just making a a fun little joke, you know. <laughs> Garrett and his jokes. Uh, that's funny. But yeah, no, I totally agree. These principles are super hard to apply, especially when so like I I've had them in the back of my mind forever since we've started basically. I said basically again, gosh. <laughs> uh so I've had them in my in the back of my head since we've started, but even though they're in the back of my head every time, maybe it's just like cuz I notice whenever I could have used a principle now and I don't and it like it's it's annoying. And maybe I'm just noticing that instead of, I I don't know. I, I just feel like there's so many principles I could use all the time and somehow don't. Mm-hmm. So I guess what I'm struggling with is like the, the application of these principles. Yeah, it's, right. it's hard. It is hard. And like really all you, I, I've said like too much too. All you can really do is just try harder to apply them, but there's got to be a better way of executing, you know, like execution is what it's all about. It means nothing if you can't execute. So that's what I'll be working on. (laughs) Yeah. I, you know, I think that'll be a lifelong process. Yeah. As, as with any, you know, characteristic or quality that you want to achieve, it it just takes practice and and i mean practice it takes perfect practice to make perfect but um i mean you're going to have to obviously you want to get better at keeping those in mind and thinking of ways to apply them but i mean that's the same with like having patience you know yeah it's like you try to be more patient and you're going to fail over and over again, but hopefully with, you know, throughout your time of, of putting effort in, you slowly become a little more patient and then you continue to put an effort to get better. Right. Um, I mean, that's the same with, with any talent or any skill you're trying to develop in life. And I, I mean, I, I think, I think most of these principles are, are like that, you know, and most of them I think are, have the ability to make you better at communicating with people and make you better at at influencing people. But yeah, it's, it's not easy. I definitely think that going through this book the way you and me have though, and, and discussing each principle has been, has been very beneficial. Uh, it's been beneficial for me. Uh, I don't know if it's been beneficial for our audience at all, but <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> no you one's get... no one's left us a review yet. So yeah, I know it's frustrating. <laughs> and like we we actually do have, I mean, a decent amount of listeners. Not like a huge cult following, but <laughs> enough that listen every week that we should have some reviews, right? Yeah. Mom and dad, leave a review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mom. Gosh. Maybe my wife, if she ever gets around to listening to all these episodes. Yeah. Uh, she likes her music too much, man. <laughs> my wife does absolutely love it. So music. we have seven ratings. 
Um, but no reviews. That's kind of weird. <laughs> Five stars though, so that's good. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Hey, uh, speaking of that, as I mentioned before, uh, we're gonna try to finish up this book within the next month or two. And we're trying to pick the next book, and we have some ideas, but here's an idea. If you have any good psychology or sociology or relationship book, uh, leave us a review. Let us know what book you want us to do next. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That would be cool. Uh, Yeah, we definitely have a few ideas. Eventually, we're going to read a book about finance because that is my passion. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just got to convince Christian first. I mean, I'd I'd be down. Yeah. (laughs) It's not the top Uh, of my list, but. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I do think we need to stick with like some uh, relationship book first, though, because that is what I am lacking in my life. So (laughs) (laughs) aren't we all not lacking relationships, but lacking the ability to make them better? (laughs) <laughs> yes, that's fair. That is fair. Speaking, uh, speaking of that, uh, you put down a challenge about a month ago. I did. That we never followed up on. And I, we need to be better about that. But yes. we're going to do it right now. Let's do uh, it. My recollection was the challenge was to have a good first impression with somebody. Like, yes. Have like meet somebody and just try to try to make it like a drop of honey, I think was the episode. But, yes, I think it was. Uh do you want to go first? Did that happen? Did you did you do it? <laughs> sure, yeah, I'll go. Uh so I actually went on a date a couple weeks ago. Um, it was a blind date and it was fun. I feel like we both um we both had fun and there wasn't like a, it wasn't like a bad first impression. Um, I'm not really interested and I probably won't take her out again, but I'm, I definitely like be her friend, you know, like I feel like we, we got to a place where we're, we're good friends. Uh, and I think I like, I'm, I'm counting that man. It was a good first impression. Nice. Yeah. What about you? All right. I <laughs> I had a couple. What are you laughing at? That was just funny. <laughs> funny how you said all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. I so like I mentioned, I've been sending some emails and getting in contact with a lot of people at work and one guy specifically He's actually the manager of the state fair park. Oh. So he's like a he's like a top dog in his world. Like he's got a lot going on. He also helps write state like legislature and stuff. I don't totally understand it, but he's got he's like a busy dude. He's got a lot going on. And he's also the leader of this business chamber along North Temple, which is the road where the state fair park is. Yeah. And I'm kind of in charge of with my company. I'm I'm kind of working with that business chamber to help them out because they're just kind of going through a rough time and 
anyway, it was my job to contact him and and uh, just work with him, see what he wants me to do. And I was finally able to get a hold of him, schedule an appointment, and uh, and then I went, and then he had canceled it. So I like went to the state fair park, and he wasn't there. And then anyway, and I I'd, like, kind of met him before, but um, not in person and not one on one. But he, I finally on Wednesday was able to get get him on the phone, and we had a pretty good conversation. And I was I was trying to keep in mind those principles, right? Of like just trying to be friendly. I was trying to smile and sound happier and friendlier because that's something I struggle with. And, uh, regardless, irregardless, it <laughs> went, it went pretty well. I think, uh, I, I think I came off as someone who was just willing to do whatever to help. And, um, he was talking about, he was just like, Oh, you're going to, you're going into accounting. He's like, I got a buddy who owns a a firm. Are you looking for a job or an internship? Which was nice of him. Um, and I don't, I don't necessarily think that's a result of me being super friendly or suddenly good at first impressions, but I think it was good. It was good practice as we spoke of before to just try to keep that in mind of how important a first impression is and trying to have a good one. Yeah. Um, and trying also just trying to relax was one other thing I was focusing on cuz I feel like I get all tense, you know, and worried about about what I'm going to say or what he's going to think of me. Yeah. And I was trying to just relax and be myself, which I think helped as well. So, I would call it a success overall. Oh, I think so too. And I would keep in mind that if you had called him and had just been upset that he canceled your previous meeting or like, you know, if you had just come off differently in a negative way, he wouldn't have been like, Oh, I have a buddy that, uh, owns a firm. Like, yeah. <laughs> I bet I could get your job. Like uh, there's no way you would have, you that know, might be true. Might be true. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right. So well, I, guess, I guess I'm good at first impressions now. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Slow your horse, man. <laughs> okay. fine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're pretty good. You're better at first impressions than I am, usually. I mean, your first impression of me was like, this guy's a (laughs) douche, so... (laughs) Yeah, we can tell that story another day. (laughs) I think we have. Have we not? Probably. That's a good one. I'm sure we have. (laughs) Uh, But, like... I can't remember my first impression of you, but it wasn't this guy's a douche. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, to be fair, that wasn't my very first impression of you. Yeah, that was a week or two true. later. But maybe, maybe it's, it's the impression you remember, though. Yeah, yeah, probably that was. So, when I, yeah, I was forming my opinion of you. So yeah, I, well, I've I've also noticed that in life, it doesn't matter what you're what you're talking about or remembering. You only remember things that are really, really good or really, really bad. So sometimes it doesn't even matter if it's your first impression that's that's like if your first impression is just like neutral, not good or bad. If your next one is bad, it's that's the one they're going to remember, you know. So you you want to be you want to make a really good first impression um, as soon as you can. Because that's what will last the longest. And if it's if it's a negative impression, even the second time or the third time, if all you've had are, are neutral encounters, that is what will 
the opinion of you that will be formed. Yeah. Makes makes sense. But what do I know, man? I suck at first impressions. <laughs> well, keep practicing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Do you have uh, anything else to touch on? With I, I don't. Uh, just leave us a review. Let us know if there's a book you'd you'd like us to delve into. We are open to suggestions. Yeah. I was actually just looking at the stats. We have someone from India, or maybe three different people, but we have three downloads from India. Nice. So thank you, whoever you are. Thank we, you. We yeah. appreciate it. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, we're, we have a lot. That's pretty nice, dude. We're going places. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one last thing I'd like to say. We apologize for our inconsistent publishing of episodes. Uh, we're yeah. both really busy with school, but we will try to be better in the future. Yeah, well, we'll get them out to you guys. We, we don't want to disappoint the listeners we do have, so... Uh... <laughs> We, uh, yeah, sorry, mom. Sorry, dad. <laughs> yeah, we will definitely uh, start start on a more regular basis again. All right. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of Topical Brainstorm. <laughs>